Welcome to the Road to Ironman 2020, Becoming a Better Me. This is the six-month journey of three novices, Gerard, Christine and Renzo, taking on what is arguably one of the toughest endurance races of all time. Full Ironman takes place in Port Elizabeth on the 29th of March 2020. The distances covered are 3.8 km swim, in the sea, a 180-kilometer bike ride, and a 42-kilometer run. And you can follow our journey on this podcast series, and of course you can follow us individually on our social media platforms on Instagram and Facebook. Enjoy this episode. Good day, everybody. Welcome to episode five. Um, today we're going to chat about I don't know what you call it, the elusive pain cave or the soul destroying pain cave, or some place where you go where you um, sometimes find it difficult to return from. Um, a pain cave, for those of you that do not know, it's it's a place you go to when you're in a lot of pain, uh, predominantly from endurance sports. I think it originated from triathlons. Maybe later on, Renzo or Christine can uh, verify my um, novice approach to it. Um, but it's it's something you try and focus on to get you through a difficult stage. And usually, um, when you like hit the wall with running, etc., you try and take your mind off it and. Some people think about the finish line. Some people think about their loved ones. Some people like to focus on the physical pain, and that's the way they get through it. Um, so we all have different approaches. And in to today's episode, we want to share our personal pain caves or the experience we go through during those moments um, so that novices and um, other triathletes can also, I don't know, laugh with us or appreciate uh, what we go through with us. And yeah, so that's that's what today's episode is all about. So do you guys want to share with us, Christine, what is your pain cave? What does it look like? Mine's like going down a rabbit hole and it's black and it stinks. And there's, it, there's like kind of no end. But the whole point of it for me is really to find that light at the end of the tunnel and claw your way out. Like for me, that's what it feels like. You literally trying to claw and claw your way out of somewhere where you feel a bit trapped and I think for me it's completely mental the whole experience when I'm in that space I don't feel pain at all like everything in my head is like on fire though like my brain is smoking um, my emotions are probably at an all-time high so for me it's really that's where that's like a really like that's why I call it the rabbit hole because I feel like I have to dig um, to get my way out of it um, and sometimes it's easier than other times um, and I do think your your nutrition and like your physical fitness does play a role in it but for me the the focus is on the, like a mental game that you play with yourself to to fight back and and beat that beat that hard stuff Renzo what do you how do you experience it yeah, it's interesting because I uh, so I, I haven't I haven't visualized it the, the way you just described. And I mean, that's not put a picture in my head that I'm going to be. It's probably going to pop up, or maybe I'm going to fall down the rabbit hole <laughs> on my next. In fact, maybe tomorrow morning when I'm doing intervals <laughs> on the bike. But um, it's interesting because for me, you know that 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 pain cave is 
what endurance sports is about. It's uh, it's it's the place where I find out the most about my character. So how I show up and how I handle that adversity becomes the gift that endurance sport gives me. So that's the test, right? When when and and, and that's what I find when when I'm most challenged and I, and and I, and I had this yesterday. It teaches me a lot about myself. So yesterday I had a, a 21k run, and and as I was saying just before we started, it, it was it was in in the evening. It was after 4 p.m. It was still 29 degrees, and I was running and I was dying. And and yeah, I chose a difficult route and all of that stuff. But it's 21k's, and it's it's a it's a known quantity to me, and I've done this before. And and I was I was in such a bad place physically that my mind was collapsing on me mm-hmm. and I was having to do really deep mentally to get me to the end. And my mind was trying to bail me out and trying to cut me, cut the run short. And it was, it was constantly trying to sabotage the, the training program. My body was taking strain, but could have pushed through, but it was my mind that was collapsing me. And, and it reminded me of when I did the Durban half Ironman, uh, in June where, you know, I'd had a long day. I mean, I'd been on the road for four hours before I started my run and then I ran 21 Ks and it was tough, but nowhere did I go into the pain cave the way I did yesterday on my run, same distance. I was fresher yesterday than I was after the Durban, after I started the Durban half, but the Durban half, I knew I had to cross the finish line because that was my goal and there was a medal waiting for me. So that was almost so much incentive to get the job done. And, and yesterday I had to deep, dig deep psychologically to make sure that I ran the 21 because there was no incentive. I was running on my own. I had no one to talk to. I was hot. I was in pain. And the only thing that got me through it was just that there's one sentence that I live by. I am not done. I refuse to give up because giving up for me is – is failure because it's accepting failure. It's, and, it's not challenging failure, it's accepting failure. And I think something, like while you were talking, you know, the, the pain cave is always temporary. And it is, it's never, it's never a permanent thing. And um, if, if I look back on some really tough rides and really tough races I've done before, I can remember that they were tough. But you can't really, you, I can't remember the pain and the agony and the anguish and the anxiety in my, in my head from a psychological point of view. But I do remember the amazing times and the huge reward of completing those, that tough stuff. Um, yeah. And crossing the finish line or doing an amazing training session and fill it, finishing, finishing it and feeling like a million bucks, whether it was a race or in training. So I think it is important to just note like that pain cave is something temporary and it's something that you can overcome every single time sometimes quicker than others or other times though yeah and i also think it's or not think uh i actually read an article where i picked it up um our like forefathers generations and generations before that um obviously there wasn't there was like bows and arrows to hunt your prey so in order for for them to hunt down their um, their prey, they sometimes track them for two or three days 
on a go and they, they obviously most of the time needed to run after them as well and um, with evolution that's where endorphins started to um, become a byproduct of almost like the reward once you've got the prey and you take it back to to your tribe and then also oxytocin and serotonin also overflows you because now you're coming back with something everybody's like yes this guy's so great etc so evolution has also allowed us to change our bodies and chemicals gets released to mask that pain to a large extent so that we forget about it i think it's the same with a woman giving birth <laughs> she almost like forget about how tough it is i wouldn't know just saying <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, so that so that she's uh, able or um, the person is able to go and hunt again after um, a week or so once the meat is almost finished so i think there's also a, a biological component to it that um, is scientifically proven that doesn't take away the mental factor while you're in that situation but it's always interesting to for me to understand how things um, originated and what's the reasoning behind endorphins and all of these type of chemicals for me personally um, I sometimes go into the pain cave and sometimes I don't um, and while I'm sitting here, I'm trying to figure out why I don't go in the pain cave sometimes. And I think it's because, like if I take the Cape Ultra Triathlon, it was so hot during the run and it was a very difficult route, etc. And I made a conscious decision to almost like take it just a little bit easier so that I can finish strong. So I was maintaining. So it wasn't such a tough day at the office that I needed to like find extra motivation somewhere to get me through it if that makes any sense another time like yeah. my first comrades for argument's sake i was not as prepared as i wanted to be and there i needed to go and dig deep into the pain cave to find motivation of getting through it and um, historically my pain cave was was literally a cave that i imagined with this big um, piece of ice and I've got an axe and I'm chipping away at this ice. And obviously, when I'm finished with the ice, that's where the finish line is. So it's almost like that battle is this big obstacle, a big mountain in front of me. I need to chip away at it one hit at a time. And I know there is an end coming. It's just obviously a matter of time until you get there. And um, yeah. the the more you focus on that obviously the, the idea of the pain case is to pain cave is to take your attention off the fact that you are um in pain and you forget about it and before you realize it you're kilometers further or two kilometers further so historically that is that is the pain cave that i um imagined for myself yeah i mean if, if we look at it in psychological terms we you know we're going to hit, and, and, and you use the word the wall, um, when, uh, I mean, the hurt locker, the wall, the, the pain cave, whenever we're doing any kind of sport and we're pushing ourselves beyond our comfort zone, we're going to hit a point where we feel like it's too much. And so psychologically, it's about, you know, how do we change our context for the pain that we're in so that we can endure it, so that we can push past it, so that we can overcome it. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I love what you said, you know, just about having a look at, so your context is, you know, you're just chipping away at it and, and just becoming better and, and stronger and, and getting through it. And and, and my my approach is, is similar. It's, it's, it's about having a look at, so the first time I really challenged 
the wall when I hit it um, and, and, and changed my relationship to it. So it created my pain cave was, it was a year ago. It was a year ago um, when I was doing a CrossFit workout. There was a particular CrossFit workout. It's part of the, the CrossFit Open. Um, if anybody knows anything about CrossFit, it was workout 18.5, which was horrific. It was a, it was a seven-minute workout. I right? remember so it's that just, very, very clearly. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, it, it was seven minutes and it was a ladder, right? So you started with three repetitions and then went up, went up to six and then nine. So it increased by three every time. And it was it was two simple movements. It was thrusters. So you got a bar and you got a basically from a squat, thrust it up above your head and then go back down into the squat and you got to repeat that. And then you had to do pull-ups. Well, I had to do pull-ups. And... Um, and it was a ladder, and you had to do as many repetitions as you could in seven minutes. So it's only seven minutes. But it's so painful, and it busts your lungs so badly that I went into a very dark place in that workout. And suddenly I realized I needed to change my context for it if I wanted to achieve success. And so I started working from that day. I started working on how do I change my relationship to the pain I'm in so that I can be better. And, and, and I'm, I'm playing in that space now because it's, it's fantastic because before it was about how do I just endure the pain? Now it's about how do I race? So I've, I've mentally shifted because of my pain cave relationship. I've mentally shifted from I'm doing an, doing an endurance sport to finish it to I'm doing an, wow, I can't speak. I'm doing an endurance sport to race. And, and there's a different context in my head. And, and when I'm racing, it means I can go into my pain cave and stay in that pain because there's a goal that I'm working towards. And that is the finish line in whichever time frame, you know, I set. So right now it looks like 12 hours for, for Ironman um, in, 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 in March next year. Mm. That's going to be a huge stretch for me. That's going to be massive. But I've got to be able to be in the pain cave. I've got to be friends with the pain so that I can do that. Because, of course, the pain's going to show up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, I hear exactly what you're saying because, like I mentioned, my historically my pain cave was that big piece of ice where I'm chipping away. Yeah. And although, there's, although it's something significant, um, I must admit sometimes when it's going tough i don't go there because there's not sometimes difficult to explain but there's not a significant um if i've chipped away the ice block one time i've done that it's almost like okay, I've, I've conquered that pain cave and i needed to also shift my mind to something that's more relatable something that's more tangible in that pain cave and probably about a week ago while i'm busy with a what bike session I'm not thinking, yes, you know what, life is, is so busy. I've got so much on my plate. It's, it's work. It's this new um, promotion that, I, that I, I was blessed with, and I need to obviously perform on that side. It's um, all the stuff that myself and Christine is busy with. Yeah, it's kids. It's everything. So if I really want to make my active part of my life worthwhile, I need to make sure that the sessions that I put in needs to be high quality. And so now yeah. 
my mind is wandering. Okay, yes, okay, now I need to put in proper sessions because I don't have a lot of time. Um, so I can't just sit on a white bike for 60 minutes. I need to make this count. Um, but it is tough during that four, eight minute, um, need to get to like 160 beeps per minute, heart rate, etc. And I'm imagining, and while I'm sitting there, I'm listening to some music. And sometimes, as with everybody, some of your mistakes pops into your head when you see something. And I don't know where it came from, but I started to imagine um, a, a bad version of myself in the past. Let's say, because it's not such a big issue, maybe it was a sleeping late on a Saturday version of Khara that's, that's walking around there. And all of a sudden, I imagined myself now on the what bike fighting this bad version of myself from 10 years ago for argument's sake and and we're not battling it out it's hitting each other it's it's a proper boxing match and and my goal is to knock that version out and just say okay well i'm done with you i've written you off let's move on to the next one and then there's all yeah. like excitement started and i'm like yes okay well this this can be my new pain cave concept where according to my goal I will choose a bad version of myself from the past, either by mistakes I've made and stupid decisions, etc. That version is walking around. Me knocking it out of the park is almost like me making peace with it completely. And I'm using that bad version of myself almost as a motivational tool to get to that better version of myself. I just need to make yeah. sure that the better version knocks out the bad version. And that's my way of then conquering that specific pain cave and I obviously need to choose my battles wisely I can't choose a lightweight goal with a heavyweight bad version it needs to be in the same weight category um, but that is just changing that pain cave concept that it's more significant and it's almost like you get excited like yes now I'm going to take this bad version and just um, give it a, a proper knockout and I think sometimes we need to go through that change in our mind as well to to try and Make sure things are, pain cave shouldn't, it's obviously a bad place to be, but you can use it to your advantage to, to get through it easily. Absolutely. I think for me, like I, on, I, for me personally, I see the pain cave, came, pain cave as a place where I grow and get stronger. So I will do really tough workouts that push me to somewhere that I'm perhaps scared of being because I know that if I get there and I can overcome that and I will overcome it because it is temporary that I will come out a stronger more resilient version of myself and that's probably and I don't want to get too deep and kind of uh, um, I don't deep dive into my past but I experienced a lot of very tough hard stuff early on in my life and very hurtful stuff and Whenever I get into a, a a pain cave situation in training, especially or in racing, I think back on all that stuff and I think, well, I've overcome that. Like I've actually survived the worst days of my life already. In all honesty, like that's how I see it. So if if I've overcome that already, this is like nothing compared to that. So of course I can get through this. I just have to talk my way out of it and I've got a few sayings that I say to myself the one is tough times don't last and tough people do and that's something I've had like written on both my arms um both sides of my arms um 
And I literally say that to myself over and over again, and it, it works for me every single time. And I've been doing that since 2012. <clears throat> so for me, that's, that is really a place of growth and um, where change happens for me in a, in a very positive way. So I kind of force myself to be there. And sometimes it, it really isn't pleasant and it's horrible, but I know that I've climbed mountains much bigger than that before. Um, and I will get to the top. <clears throat> and I think <clears throat> something that um, Mark Allen says, which I keep going back to this, is that this whole thing of it being temporary. But, um, I mean, Mark Allen was a multiple Ironman winner, and he said you can keep going and your legs might hurt for a week, or you can quit and your mind will hurt for a lifetime. Um, and for me, that just resonates um, through everything that I believe in and life in general as well. Um, nothing is temporary. We always have a choice to make it better and to become a better and stronger version of ourselves on the other side of all that hard stuff. So while you're speaking, and, and, and in fact, you know, if I, if, I, if I join the thread between what we've all said, uh, but specifically the two of you, the, the word that's coming up for me is resilience. And you used that word earlier in the day, Christine. Mm. The, you know, Iron Man, so, so what I'm learning about myself is that, is that Iron Man is teaching me about my relationship to resilience and the ability to, 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 to overcome my circumstances and be stronger than my circumstances. And, uh, and, and so if I use both of your examples, it's, it's about having a look at where we could have been better in the past or where we've endured and, and we've um, overcome difficult circumstances in the past. That becomes a benchmark. Mm. And if, we, if, if we've lived through that stuff, then a temporary moment of discomfort and pain is not going to be a place where we bail out. It's, it's, it hurts like hell when we're running. It hurts like hell when you're riding and it's tough. Um, it hurts like hell when we're swimming and we're doing sprint sessions or, or, or whatever it is. But And in the race, I mean, we, I know, I'm sure it happened in Durban Ultra for you, Philip, and, and Christine, for you and all of your endurance events in the past. There comes a moment in the race that's happened for me where we ask ourselves, like, why? And and what would happen if I bailed right now? I mean, that question pops up for me. And and I have to have that conversation with myself, but it's, it's, it's about resilience. It's about looking at my circumstances and going, you know, it's really tough right now, but it's temporary, and, and I'm stronger than my circumstances. And, and, and then pushing through or finding whether it's uh, the heavyweight boxer in the corner or, or chipping away at the ice or, or, or um, you know, being the quality of person that overcomes their circumstances, uh, like you were saying, Christine, you're written on your arm. It, it, it speaks, to, speaks to choosing to be stronger than your circumstances. And, and, and for me, that's what the pain cave symbolizes. My opportunity to overcome what's really tough. And what I love about that is then if I can do it in my training, I can do it anywhere in my life. Yeah, and no, I think while we're sitting and chatting now, if there's people that um, have done endurance sport before, they've got an idea what the pain cave is. Um, 
some people that are novices and even thinking of taking up uh, triathlons or even running to start off with, um, I, f I think you need to experience that toughness of hitting the wall first before you can really appreciate the significance of, of having a pain cave. Um, yeah. But I think it's it's like you're a piece of, of clay and if, you, if you're not um, working that clay the whole time, uh, warming it up so that you can shape and shift it into anything that you want to, um, then you're going to be just this one big rock hard piece of thing that, that can't really adjust or, or transform or change. And I think the yeah. more endurance sport you do, um, the more regularly you keep that clay warm and you can shape and shift it. And if something happens and you need to change to something else, it, it's a little bit easier. And I, I think that's f for a large extent what I'm addicted to is just um, getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Um, there's not a lot that is going to happen that's going to like, oh, yes, no, life is too tough for me now. I can't carry on. Things are agreeing really to get bad for me to even start thinking about that because um, you, you're almost like working or, or um, ex how can I say it? You're almost like practicing your resilience on a continuous basis and, and keeping it up yeah. to date um, so that tough things in life uh, doesn't sway you off that easily. And I, I think there's a lot of people yeah. out there that need it. And you don't have to be a... A pro athlete, you can be a, a, a weekend warrior and um, still achieve great things, um, but it does benefit you in your professional life um, and in your personal relationships as well. I think it's, it is important what you said now about practicing it. You do, everyone I think needs to practice and prepare to take their power back in those sort of situations. I, I'm tough now, but in 2011 was my worst personally on a personal level it was a very very hard year and i bailed out of comrades that year i bailed out of a cycle race and i bailed out of long tom um ultra like three months in a row and i got shin splints and i got an ear infection the week before comrades and i was on antibiotics for three weeks after that and that year demonstrated to me how important it is to focus on visualization on creating mental resilience and no one can do that for you that is something that you have to learn and yeah I learned a very hard lesson that year because I was absolutely destroyed after six months of failing at so much stuff for me when that was the one thing like I wasn't dealing with the other stuff in my life I was running I was running and training to try and escape from all that other stuff. And I think my message is just, is, is really just to, you to not underestimate the power of the mind, but you need to do that work on yourself, on yourself and invest in that in yourself for yourself as well, because these endurance events are supposed to be sore. Not everyone does them because they're hard. We're taking on something yeah. because it's hard and it's going to push us and because it's going to change us. But if it was that easy and if there were, it wasn't such thing as a pain cave or, or hard times, everyone else would be doing this. Um, so we do, I think, but putting yourself in a situation that is hard and tough like that is one way of practicing it. But yeah, I just want to really highlight that I was never perfect. And this whole process of the pain cave, it doesn't work perfectly every time. There 
in any endurance athlete's life, there are probably going to be races you bail on or training sessions you bail on. And that's just part of the the strengthening process in my mind. You can't just give up. I could have given up on all the stuff in 2011, but I didn't. I came back with a plan and I put that plan into practice and I've never bailed another race since then. So I think that's just really my message to take away from tonight. For anyone out there that's thinking, oh, but that's easy to say, you don't know how hard it has been for me and all this other stuff that's going on. I think it's just something you have to be consciously aware of all the time in the sport that we call endurance. No, no, I mean, coming back to Sorry, I had a bit of a signal problem there. What I was saying is um, what you were both speaking to is, is the fact that to know our resilience and to learn the resilience, we've got to be in that discomfort. And that's one of the, the gifts that, that doing the Ironman has given us. And I've got to be honest, I mean, on, on my run yesterday, I was in the worst place. Uh, I really, I, I thought I had a strong mind. I thought I had all the tools. Well, I, I know I have all the tools, um, but I, I really was in such a bad place yesterday. Um, I was running a PB, 20K PB. Um, so that's what Strava says, right? That it was my, my personal best. But psychologically, I was in such a bad, bad place. And, uh, and the fact that I, I worked in that place has given me a new benchmark to work from. Mm. I'm not giving up about... Um, so I haven't fully processed my run yesterday. It's It's been a, an incredible school. It was a two-hour school event that uh, I'm still processing. Um, but I know that I come out stronger and, uh, and, 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 and more equipped the next time I'm, uh, I'm there again. So I think that's, for me, what the pain cave symbolizes, is the ability to see where I'm weaker and then to learn how to be stronger. Yeah, and I, I just think before we, we close off that um, what we all can agree to here is that um, you can have the perfect training program, you can have a coach, you can have all the books and motivational videos. Um, there are going to be days where the training session is tough and it almost, I, I imagine this um, entrepreneur chart that you usually see, that road to successful entrepreneur, it's not a, a nice exponential line. It's this up and down, up and down. But if you look at it overall, you get to the top. Um, but I think it's those dips in between that, that gets you to the top actually quicker than what you think. It's just sometimes yeah. taking a step back and looking at everything from above and not just looking at that specific training session. Why don't you feel great? And why weren't you able to, to run a little bit faster or, or swim a little bit further? Um, so it, it is a work in progress. And I think that's why it's important to surround yourself with people that's gone through this a couple of times. And those words of encouragement uh, from them can go a long way. Yeah, 100%. Awesome. Cool. Good job, guys. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for the Thank you for sharing. Uh, giving me a lot to think about. 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, if anybody out there wants to, to share something specifically with us, uh, maybe you've got an interesting pain cave story or uh, um, yeah, a way that you look at things, uh, yeah, reach out to us and share it. Uh, we'd like to hear back from you guys. Well, I mean, just to close, um, Chris McCormack, sorry, I love quotes and inspiration like that, but um, Chris McCormack, a triathlete, great. You know, he said, that's the hurt locker. Winners love it in there. <laughs> so, yeah, we all winners at the end of the day, and this is just part of that journey to success. Absolutely. Cool. Let me Charles Barkley, 2019 Hawaii World Championships Kona. She was there in that hurt locker for eight hours. Yeah. She was... <laughs> Sounds like what my bike might be on the 29th of May. <laughs> I mean, March. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. cool. We'll chat to you soon. Five months tomorrow. <laughs> Five months tomorrow. Let's get cracking. <laughs> Cheers, Cheers, guys. Cheers. Bye. Bye.